This is the Real Concrete Coating Talk Pod, a podcast created exclusively for concrete coating contractors, where we have real talks with industry pros about business fails, wins, and all that BS that everyone else don't care about, all in an effort to inspire you, the entrepreneur, to keep moving the needle forward to success so that you can live out the dreams you intended to create for your life. I'm your host, Rudy Hedrick, the founder of Floor Coating Marketers, the one and only digital agency that specializes exclusively in growing concrete businesses online. So stick around for this episode. It's not one you'll want to miss. All right. Well, it looks like we're going to get started. It's 11 o'clock. I'm sure there's going to be a few people who are going to be rolling in here slowly. Uh, really excited to uh, have this webinar today because you know, there's a lot of things that happen when terms of SEO, trying to get your, your website ranked on the, on the first page of Google is not the easiest task out there. And it definitely involves a lot of unique strategies to really help you get there. So that's the purpose of this webinar today is we're really going to talk a lot about how we can get your website ranked on the first page of Google and, you know, kind of identify what's working today. So we're just going to go ahead and share my screen here. Um, see this is the screen perfect i'm going to go over here i'm going to get this thing started all right so let me know in chat if you guys can see my screen okay it's shared can you see um can you see the uh, slides there give me a one in chat if that's if yes You guys able to see my screen? Perfect. <clears throat> All right. So welcome to the 2022 SEO formula for concrete coating companies. Uh, again, thank you for taking the time to, to show up today. Um, you're going to get some value out of this, I promise. But this is all really part of our online dominant system here at Four Coding Marketers that we uh, implement for a lot of our clients, depending on the level that they're at. Uh, obviously, there's multiple channels of marketing that you want to be tapping into, right? There's uh, Facebook ads, Instagram, uh, Google ads. Uh, you need to be getting a consistent flow of reviews every single month, managing your social media. Uh, you need to be managing all those leads. You need to be ranking on Google Maps. Um, and obviously, you want to be getting found on online, like on Bing and on Google, and having a really high converting website. Right? So all of these are very, very important, and it's all part of the online dominance system. Of course, you want to track all those results too, right? So today we're going to talk a little bit more about um, how to get this website ranked on Google and also how to get your business ranked on Google Maps as well. Um, last month, we talked a lot about maximizing your website for conversions and making sure that the website is built in a specific way. So we're going to kind of go over that a little bit as well while we're here. So need your attention, please. You know, you, you took the time to be here. Uh, let's be here. Uh, obviously, you don't want to turn off your cell phones, but put it on do not disturb. Turn off Facebook. If you're really, you know, if you're a concrete business owner and you're really serious about uh, getting better results online, then the next 60 minutes are very, very important for you. So here's a couple of things that we're going to cover today. We're going to cover the latest updates with all the Google algorithms. Um, as you know, Things are, are constantly changing. Nothing is static. Nothing always stays the same, unfortunately. And that goes, goes with all, all digital marketing processes. You got you know, Facebook ads and you got your Apple iOS issues and you have a lot of things that are happening on an ongoing basis. So we're going to talk a little bit about the latest thing that's going on and some of the things that you may have put in, in place in the past now or in the past, uh, it's kind of hurting you now and what we can do to fix that. And obviously how to optimize your website using this new formula. And that's pretty much it. So who am I and why, sh why should you listen to me? I've been in the marketing space for about seven years. I've been a previous business owner. Uh, I owned a uh, window cleaning and pressure washing business. And before I exited those, um, completely automated them. And I really understand what, what the service business is about really understand what it's like to be able to try to get these types of service-based customers and uh, convert them into customers, right? Uh, specializing concrete coding marketing strategies. And we only work exclusively with successful coding businesses 
across the US and Canada. So we know what's working to generate a new flood of business. Working on a new book, high impact internet marketing for concrete coating customers or concrete coating contractors. That's actually pretty much done. Um, it's just ready to be published right away. So probably within the next 30 days, we'll have that available. And if you are in my world, don't worry, we'll be sending you information about all of that stuff. And if you want a copy of the book, we'll, we'll let you know on how to get that. So we're going to talk a little bit about, more about SEO. Does it still matter? Obviously, there's like we were talking about, there's a lot of different avenues that you can tap into to really generate a flood of business, right? Having the right strategy is really, really important for your business. So maybe SEO isn't for everyone, but does it actually still matter? Having your business ranked on the you know, the top of, of Google is, is critical. This is where all of your quality leads come from, right? You're going to have quality leads coming from different areas, but the best ones tend to be from people who are searching for you, searching for your service in your service area. If your business is listed on the top page of Google, well, that's going to be the obvious choice. So, you know, you need to have a website that's built to convert. You need to have it built in a specific type of way to get there, right? So here's a perfect example of the data that I'm talking about. Um, you have your PPC, which is your Google ads right at the top. Then of course you have your map pack, right? Which is in the middle. And then you have your organic listings, right? Those account for 52% of all the clicks that come in. Map pack, so anybody who sees the map, that's 32%. So even though Google Ads is important, you cannot rely just on pay-per-click alone. It's not the only source of revenue out there. And in fact, having organic rankings tend to be the best, best option in the long run. You need to have a long-term strategy for this. So we're going to talk a little bit about the four biggest changes that um, is going on with SEO. We're going to talk about having detailed and well-written content on your website. We're going to talk about low-quality and spammy backlinks that are pointed back to your website could actually be hurting your rankings. Um, and of course, you need to have a real physical office of some kind to rank well on Google Maps. The biggest one is site speed. Site speed matters. Google is actually looking a lot into um, having your website ranking really, really well on mobile, right? And we're going to talk, get a little bit more detail on that. But if you don't have a website that's loading really fast on mobile, there's going to be an issue. So let's talk about a little bit more about the detail and well-written content, okay? This is what matters the most. Before it used to be all these backlinks coming in, it didn't matter what kind of quality website. In fact, you could even have a website that's 10, 15 years old and it'll still rank ahead of people who have a really nice, pretty designed website. Well, there's a few things that are going on now with that, but you need to have really well-written content. This stuff isn't cheap. I mean, unless you're a really good writer and you have the ability to write content on a website that sticks to people and that converts them into, into buyers, um, you're gonna have a lot, of, a lot of trouble ranking your website. Google is looking for websites that provide massive amounts of content. Google loves content. At the end of the day, this is Google's mission. They want to provide their users with the best experience possible. That's their mission statement. And so if your website is doing that, then you're the obvious choice to rank. So every service that you offer, so let's say you provide garage store solutions, you, you provide patio co uh, coatings, you provide... Um, basements if you have you're in the area with basements pool deck coatings garage coatings all these different types of things commercial industrial all of that maybe you provide epoxy and polyaspartic right there's so many different avenues with that you need to have pages built out for every single one of those they need to be well written informative and authentic right most concrete coating companies typically will serve between 25 and 50 miles I would say safely, you probably want to be more like 25 to 30 miles tops. Um, so you need to have pages that are targeting each of these areas around you, right? So you need to make them unique as well. So well-written copy does matter and you want to sell your visitor on your services. You want to make sure that they don't leave without contacting you. Um, another good example of this is if you've ever clicked on an ad and gone to a funnel and you, and you can see the way it's written, you've got buttons everywhere, you've got a form to fill out, you got a video to watch, you got reviews you get to look at. All of these things are crucial in having um, a good content strategy.
So let me know in chat if that's making sense to you so far. Am I going too fast? So the next thing we're going to talk about is too many irrelevant low quality links pointing back to your website could actually hurt you. Like I said, there was a time when having as many links to your website as possible was the, was the strategy, was the way to do it. And it wasn't that long ago until the Penguin update, as you can see with that picture on the side there, the Penguin update um, came about, right? So Google launches Penguin update and, all, and it's basically all about um, spammy links. So if you have bad spammy links that are coming to your website, um, it's actually going to hurt you. Uh, they're not going to, you know, kick you out of out of the search results, but they are going to devalue your website. Your website is going to slowly drop in rankings until you're no longer visible, right? So you want to make sure that you're having quality links. It's not about the quantity; it's about the quality of links. So linking is still important, provided you have the right type. So there's going to be a lot of examples that you can do. Uh, some can be some local um, some local businesses that you deal with. Those are really good. Um, a BBB is really good. Yelp is really good. Uh, even though those links are no follow, <clears throat> there's still a reference point for Google to look at. And if they're pointing to your website, that's really, really important. Um, you want to have uh, review links in your profile. You want to, or sorry, you're going to have to review the link profile and find the bad links and have them removed or disavowed. And so what that means is basically you need to have a tool for that. So there's a couple of tools that you can use. SEMrush, which is another, which is one. Ahrefs is another. You basically dump in your domain name, whatever it is, abcconcretecoding.com, and it's gonna it's gonna find what kind of links are pointing to your to your website and if they're toxic or not. In fact, these are tools we use here in our agency, and so you want to disavow them. And so you can basically download a huge file from that tool and upload it into Google Search Console and tell Google to just ignore those links. And then that way it'll help remove all those toxic backlinks. Um, you also wanna work to diversify your anchor text. Now, I just wanna warn you guys, when we're doing SEO, we talk a lot about this stuff. It's, it can be complex and, and the jargon might be a little bit complicated. So if you do have any questions, please let me know in chat if there's anything I can answer for you or clarify on this. But um, anchor text is basically the actual text on the page, not a button, not a phone number, nothing like that, not a picture, um, but it's actually the text itself that's highlighted with the underline on it. That's an anchor text. The more of those that you have, the better linking strategies you'll get. Google actually loves those the most. So the third thing is you need to have real, a real physical office to rank well in the maps in the map pack, right? Map pack is um, there's actually two. So you have your Google Maps, which is maps.google.com. And then you have the map pack, which is what you see when you search on Google itself, right? You'll see like the three or four listings that pop up. Sometimes it's even five now. Um, you know, there's a couple of spots that, of course, Google wants to um, save for ads, right? But usually it's about a three pack. And to get in that three pack, you need to have a physical office to rank well on Google Maps. I know that's a difficult pill to swallow. And a lot of times there are, there are businesses out there that would prefer to have a service area business, which is what it's called, which is basically um, you, you could, you got to put the address in to verify your Google pro business profile, but um, you can hide it. And then it turns it into a service area business, but let's face the facts here, guys, this is a map. So really realistically, Google is trying to, you know, highlight people who are in the right areas, right? There was a time not long ago before 2019 where um, you could have your business ranked 30 miles away on maps, right? But that doesn't really make a lot of sense, does it? Not really. Um, it was good at the time, but then in November 2019, um, Google launched a new Search Core update, local Search Core update that basically wiped people like it just completely made a huge amount of chaos 11 million businesses were affected by this um and even more so there was so many spammy accounts that were created 
Because back then you could create as many Google My Business profile accounts as you wanted to. And now it's just not the case. You have to have a physical office to verify that. And sometimes you might even have to take pictures of it as well. Now, it's not, it really is, is situational too. So if there is no other way and you do run your business from your home, in a lot of cases, um, their, their service businesses do that. I myself run my agency out of my home as well. So I have a Google My Business listing here in this condo. So it's not like it doesn't work. We just have to warn you that if, it, if you do get suspended, there's a reason for it. It's because it goes against the guidelines, right? Um, but you're going to get the best rankings possible if you have a physical address showing because it is a map, right? Um, so talking about this, this uh, update, it, it affected people who had multiple fake addresses. They were using UPS stores, mailboxes, virtual offices, uh, worked from a home address and had the business hidden on Google My Business. So that wasn't on that, on that last, last piece. Google didn't punish them. It's just the way the algorithm worked out that it affected those the most. So, so now it's just better to have a real physical address in the city that you want to rank for. This is a big one too. And a lot of people are just like, well, it's okay. But site speed is not, you know, it's not even just an okay thing now. It's, you need to have a fast loading website. And to give you a good reference point, you need to have something that's under three seconds load speed. And the reason for that is, well, there's multiple reasons, but how fast your website loads plays a big, huge role in, in ranking for your website. Google's going to look at mobile first, and it's actually a new core update that they did. It's called mobile first indexing. If your website isn't loading fast on mobile, they're going to consider that first, even if your website's ranking well on Google or loading fast on desktop. Um, they're going to look at that on mobile first. And if you're not rank, if you're not loading fast, then you're going to get devalued. And so a really good tool is you can check on Google PageSpeed Insights and you can basically, um, let's see here. If you, you guys want, what you can do is put in your website in chat and we can kind of take a quick look now uh, if you really want to look at this, but I'll give you an example. Sometimes it takes a little bit here, but here's an example of one of our clients um, here. Hopefully I'm not shooting myself in the foot here. This is live. So um, this is basically, you put this in, you analyze it, and then this is right from Google. So Google's going to tell us what your score is. And so on desktop, it's rated at 99 right now. This is how we do our website. So it loads really, really fast. And on mobile, it's at 91. So that's really, really good. Um, if you guys want to put in your website, I can actually do a quick scan on yours to see what's going on. Um, but if, if you're to actually look at the website, I got it open here itself, you can see that there's lots of images, there's videos, um, lots of things going on here, and it still loads quickly. So there is a way to do it. It's not like it can't be done. Um, you just need to know exactly how to make that happen. And we're going to talk about that. So you don't want to have huge images on your website. You want to make sure that the images are resized to fit their container. So what that means is, and here's a perfect example. I'll just go over to our website here. Um, this here, this picture here you see before and after, this is a container. If you had an image that was taken off your phone, for example, and as you know, when you take it with phones now, you can get some pretty high quality images. Problem is, is they're 4,000 or 5,000 by 4,000 pixels. They're huge, right? If you upload that to your website, it's going to have a major impact on your website load speed because it's a lot of information for your website to load. Um, what you want to do is you want to bring that down to as small as you can. Typically, like for example, this, this picture here is eight is I think 800 by 450 pixels. Um, and so you want it to fit the container as much as you can. Um, depending on the page here, let me just go over to garage coding, for example, you can see this is a fairly large image, right? But this is only 1920 by 1080. It's not 5,000 by 2000 pixels, right? It's only 1920 by 1080. So it fits the container exactly how you want it. 
And then there's a couple other things that you can do in addition to that to make sure that it works. So you want to make sure all images are compressed. So you can use this tool called compressor.io. You literally take the image and you drag it from your desktop into here, and it will actually um, compress the image for you. And of course, you can see here, you can actually adjust how much you want to lose in terms of quality. And I typically have it set at just the right amount where you're not seeing a loss, but you're seeing probably a good 60% reduction in size for that file. If you can get images to stay under 200 kilobytes, you're gonna have a really fast loading website already. Just doing those guys, just doing that with images is a huge game changer uh, for your load speed. Um, the other thing that I don't like seeing when I see websites is you have your you have a, a header, but it's like that, um, what do they call it? Where it just scrolls to a new header. All of that information has to be loaded first before your website's gonna load. And it has a major impact on, on load speed. So if that's what you have on your website, I don't recommend it. Um, we use WordPress to build our websites. So our contact man management system go-to is WordPress. Um, so you can use things like plugins, pro plugins that will help minify the JavaScript code and CSS code. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about what that means. So let's say for example, we have this, this website here. If you go on mobile, that image is still the same size. And so what happens is your website has to use CSS code to bring that file size down to a tiny little image on the phone, right? Mm -hmm. And so it can take a lot of resources to make that happen. And so having plugins that can help minimize all the excess code and all the spaces and white space and stuff like that really has an impact on, on ranking. So or on uh, load speed. So it's important to have plugins that are that work really well to make that happen. Um, and then the other thing that you can do, this is actually really interesting. You're gonna kind of probably think this is funny, but so YouTube can be a hindrance. It can actually cause problems loading your website. So you have a big video here from YouTube. This is embedded right on from YouTube. Well, that takes JavaScript and JavaScript is called that basically tells somebody if this happens, do this, right? And so, and basically you need to defer that script to load later. So it, everything still functions properly on your website. You just need to defer it so that it'll load a little bit later so that um, Google sees it as a fast loading website and then you can, it'll rank better. Um, you wanna use caching as well. Caching is super important. Um, let me just get there. And basically what caching is, if you've ever been to a website where you'll go onto a website and it kind of loads a little bit slow, but then you go back to it again, and it loads really, really fast. It's because they have caching enabled and it basically takes a copy of your website and shows you that copy instead to help load something really fast, like load the website really fast, if that makes sense. Um, and then of course, the hosting provider that you're using needs to be able to provide a fast server to you as well. So a lot of times you'll have hosting providers like GoDaddy and HostGator and all these different ones that will use shared hosting. So all of these websites are all and domains are all on one server, um, which is fine, obviously for cost, that's probably the way they make money, but uh, unfortunately it has an impact on server response time. So it's gonna be a lot slower for your, your website to load. So you need to have something that's not a shared hosting package if you can do it, like WP Engine or, or a CDN, right? Content Distribution Network. Um, CDNs are really good because they'll take the information, preload it for you, and then send it to your users really, really quickly. So that was a big, big one to take in. I'm pretty sure there was a lot uh, to handle there. Um, and Ron, can you still see, can you see my slides? Uh, no, no, I can't. Uh, not at all. It could be my end with technical difficulties. Nah, I only saw you in the monitor behind you before, earlier, and then it just like went black so I raised my hand. I see you now. I got you completely right now. You just see me? Are you on your phone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I'm on my phone. I'm doing it from the mobile. Gotcha. That's yeah. probably That's probably what's going on. Okay, it's all good, man. I'm listening. I'm writing down. I got my book. I'm taking in the information. 
I'm familiar Perfect. with JavaScript. I wrote down uh, fast loading clips, and then you were explaining uh, caching. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm following, man. I got you. You can keep going. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. I appreciate that. No, All no. Right. Thank you for your time. Yeah, no worries. So what else has changed? So we have old-fashioned SEO is no longer effective, right? Um, the old way of doing things just doesn't work. The old links, all that kind of stuff just doesn't work. The new SEO approach requires a heavier focus on user experience optimization. In other words, giving them something that they can engage with, something that they really like. They want to be on your website. They want to watch your videos. They want to look at your images and, and kind of use that. So the other thing that's really good with new ranking factors is what's called a click-through rate. So having the ability of having your listing more convincing than the others is really, really important. You don't have a lot of space here to do that. So for example, let's just go and type in concrete coding Hilton Head. Um, you can see here, amazing concrete coding Hilton Head. So one thing that is happening here is there, it's actually showing the search term. The other thing is it's like, it's amazing. And then it says National Concrete Coatings provides uh, the best concrete coating services in Hilton Head area. Contact us today for free estimate. That's all the room that you have. You can't really go any more than that, right? Underneath that, you have your concrete coating specialists. So there's a lot of things that, that really help with getting that click-through rate in there. So someone's gonna click on that. The more people that click on it, the higher your click-through rate goes. It's essential. The other thing is scroll rate. So are they scrolling down past the, past the header? Are they watching your videos? Are they scrolling down even further? Are they looking at your reviews and your pictures, right? These are really, really important um, because you can actually monitor that in Google Analytics, but Google is also looking at that as well as a ranking factor. Time on page is big deal. Of course, if you're having this video that they're watching, it's gonna help them keep there, stay there and stick and uh, watch your videos, right? And engage with your website. Bounce rate is definitely something to watch very closely. It's not the end of the world um, because there is a lot of people that we're living in times that are very, very quick. So they might be on there for a minute and leave, go do something else, come back later, hop back on. Um, and it's just the way things work out. But branding is probably the number one, I would say, um, for ranking factors, uh, because if you have a really good brand appearance across the internet, right, Google loves that. Google loves brands, mentions of your brands all over the internet. Um, it's easy for Google to, be, to, to say that this is a very relevant business and try to rank you. Um, so it's not just about what you do on your website, it's what you, what you do offline. And we're going to get into that as well. So having your social media, you're posting all the time, people are going from your social media and they're clicking your learn mores and all the different links and they're going to your website, um, having citations. And if you know anything about research papers, it's very similar citations or, or even Wikipedia, you'll see the, the little links referencing other pages or referencing other articles. Those are citations basically saying, yes, we vouch for that. Um, this is legitimate. And so when you have a citation, like a, like a business directory, that is you're putting all the information in there telling Google that, yes, you are legitimate. And the more of that that Google sees across the internet that's consistent and congruent, the more Google sees that this is a trusting brand and will rank you better. Press releases are also really good being in like the news articles. Those are really good as well. Press releases are a huge ranking factor because you can get a lot of signals coming in from different news outlets. Um, that's obviously a paid strategy as well. Um, but you can get press releases pushing to your website or specific pages and rank those pages. So the number of citations, having reviews is really, really important as well. And of course, relevant links. So a couple of things that you want to do is you want to figure out what the most important keywords are based on your service, service area and the search volume. So there's three things that you want to look at. So obviously the important keywords based on your service. So concrete coating, garage floor coating, uh, garage floor epoxy coating, however you want to call that, basement uh, concrete coating, outdoor patio concrete coating, patio concrete coating. So there's a lot that you can look at 
Um, and then of course your service area. So you want to have things like concrete coating, Miami, uh, garage coating, Miami, stuff like that. And then you want to look at the search volume. When you have all these keywords, you have tools that you can actually look at the actual search volume to find out which ones are probably the best choices in the beginning for sure. So there's a couple of ways you can use a couple of tools you can use. You can use Google keyword planner, which is inside Google ads, right? So if you have a Google ads account already, that's easy to get in there. Uh, if not, just sign up, sign up for it. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. And then you can go and use a Google planner there. WordStream, SpyFu, Ubersuggest, or just, you know, some of the ones that we've used as well. You can also use uh, Ahrefs. You can also use um, SEMrush as well. Um, you also want to set up a great website with unique pages targeting the keywords that you just focused on, right? Um, you want to have pages for each service in each city. You want to optimize your website for user experience, and you want to optimize your site for SEO, right? On-site optimization. So are you having your, your conversion elements in place? Do you have your forms on the side? Do you have your buttons call to action? Do you have the videos placed in a specific spot? Do you have your uh, reviews embedded directly from Google, right? Those are really important. Build your authority, offsite optimization. So we talked about that. So offsite optimization would be the things like the citations, building your, your uh, links, utilizing social media to the best of your ability. And of course you want to track all your results and you can use that, do that with Google Analytics. So here's an example of some of the coding keywords that you could use. If you want access to it, I'll put it in chat here. Um, let me just copy that link, put it in chat. There you go. And so you guys can have that for free. Um, at the end of the day, it's, I, I really think it's important to have um, because then you can just reference this when you're building out your website. You could even use these for helping yourself with Google ads as well. It's important. So these are just your standard concrete coded keywords. Maybe they won't exactly apply to you. This is just to help you get ideas on how to kind of move forward on that. Um, and then here's an example of what the city ones are, right? So it's really pretty much the keywords that you just saw plus add the cities that you want to rank for, right? Now, this may sound a little bit confusing, but what you want to do with these is you want to have pages for those. So you want to pick out the most important keywords. So in this case, if you did garage floor coding in Miami, you need to have garage floor coding Miami page, if that makes sense. So just to kind of give you an idea on that, if you have multiple sub cities in Miami that you want to rank for, Miami is a very big city. So chances are you might have to break that up more then you need to have multiple pages for that. So there is a lot of work that gets built out for that. So strong website with good content, user experience. You want to leverage media to improve on-page time. The longer the users engage with your website, the better. So now we're just talking a little bit more about the on-site optimization, what you can do on your website. Page, each page is for each of your services. So those keywords I just gave you, um, you want to have pages for each of those not all of those keywords, but your main keywords. So grad coding, patio floor coding, uh, pool deck coding. Uh, if you want to do industrial commercial coding, right? You need to have pages for all of those. Pages for each of the cities and neighborhoods that you serve. And of course, every single one of those pages have to have unique content. You can't copy one page with the other. You can do some duplication, but make sure at least the very the first half of those pages talks about you know the city, it talks about something a little bit different and uh, maybe have some different images on there. And it makes it a little bit more unique. You wanna have the keyword in the title and H1. So this is a little bit complex, but um, I can kind of show you on our website that I was, the, the website example here, what that is. H1 is the header, so H1, and then you have your H2s and H3, which is your sub subheadings, right? And include long tail keywords in the body. So let me just kind of give you an example. Um, here is an H1, right? So we have garage floor coding as our keyword. And if you look up here, this is garage floor coding, right? So we're kind of having everything kind of similar, right? Get the garage floor coding you've always wanted. And then when the body, you want to talk about garage floors, 
you know, different strategies there, right? You want to kind of mix things up so that you're having different keywords that are relevant to the garage floor. We have polyurea, right? Concrete surfaces. Um, you don't want to be stuffing that keyword all over the place because it just doesn't seem natural, right? Well, I get a garage floor coating from NCC, right? And these are, these are H2s and H3s right here. So actually these are H3s. As you can see, they're different color, different size. These are H2s. H3s are kind of like, if you look at it a hierarchy, uh, at a hierarchy you have your H1 and then indent it. And then you have H2, indent that, and then you have an H3. So you don't want to have an H3 over underneath an H1. So it should be in a hierarchical pattern, if that makes sense. Does that, does that make sense, guys? Let me know in chat. Give me a one. Structure is everything when it comes to building a website. Structure, right? So you, you know, as you see, these are H3s. You can't go back to an H1 again. You should only be one H1 on a page. Um, you can have multiple H2s. Just make sure that it's you're starting over on a new topic to some degree, right? All right. Um, so let me just play this here again, see where we are. Right, keyword, yeah, okay. So meta description that sells clicks, right? We kind of talked a little bit about that in the search results. You'll see the, the you'll see the clicking. Uh, I think maybe you guys might have exited out of here as well. As you see here, you want to have it so that it's a little bit more enticing. Everybody puts garage four coatings, right? Everybody has that. How can you do it just a little bit different? But you only have limited space. Everyone only has 160 characters to work with. So you got to do it in a specific way that works, right? And so you can't be blasting a bunch of random things in here. You have to be very specific, right? And you have to be professional and it looks good. There are times I've actually even had phone number right here, right? It'll make them entice them to click because numbers like here, numbers are more visible. We see numbers before we see letters. And, and so that's kind of how you want to do that. So you want to have your meta description that sells clicks. And if you're actually on your website, up the top here, you can see this is the meta title, right? Garage floor coding, national concrete coatings. And of course you want to have your name, address and phone number in the footer. I've seen sometimes websites where it's all like up in the header and it's all over the place. Have it down in the footer. And in fact, you could link that to your Google My Business map, right? That's a, that's a backlink to your Google My Business and Google will see the relationship and will rank your Google My Business for that. So that's just a little strategy, little tip that you guys can use uh, that'll help. Obviously you wanna have blog blogs with ongoing updates. So, so there's a lot of, you might hear people say, well, blogs aren't really relevant. Blogs don't work, they don't do anything, but they do. And for multiple re reasons, uh, one is you're talking about other things, right? You're talking about other topics that are relevant to the garage. They're relevant to concrete coding. They're relevant in some other way. And what you're doing is you're trying to capture users that are searching on different ways. Blogs are really good for people who are doing research because your prospects, they learn before they buy. So if you're teaching them, well, who do you think they're going to go to? And so if you have multiple blogs pointing back to your service pages, right, you're also having that traffic going to those service pages. And if they're converting, then this whole process works really, really, really well. It's not the only thing that you need to do. It is in addition to other things, right? It's just all part of it. So even like how much does concrete coding cost, right? You know, we're not saying how much this company charges. We're just saying on average, the industry standard can be anywhere from here to here, right? Depending. And so people will search this, how much does concrete coding cost? Well, this blog article might pop up and they're going to read it and it's going to be all about national concrete coding. Does that make sense, guys? Need to have stuff like that for sure. So we kind of have went through that live example already, kind of showed you a little bit about it. Um, now we're going to talk a little bit about more about the off-page SEO. We did a little bit about, talk a little bit about that already, but we're going to talk a little bit more in depth on uh, what this means. So 
your Google My Business listing, which is Google Business Profile, it's a free thing that you can set up. You just got to go to business.google.com and you sign up for a profile, but then you're going to get this. Once you submit it, you're going to get this verification process where you where Google is going to send you uh, a postcard with a, a number on it, a code. Um, they don't send more than that. So you make sure that if you do this, that you watch out for it because they usually send it between five and 10 business days. And you put that code in and then it verifies your business. And then you start showing up on Google Maps. I'm not saying that you're going to show up on the first couple spots, but you'll be on Google Maps. Um, so that's the first thing you want to do. The next thing you want to do is you need to get lots of citations. And as mentioned before, these are like vouching for you, right? So these are other business directories that are vouching for you. So yellow pages, city pages, 411, BBB, Yelp, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of these different types of web 2.0 or directories, um, having your name, address, phone number in there, hours of operation, videos, pictures, all that stuff. There's a lot of work that goes into this, but it's worth it. And this is why it's a long-term strategy. It's not like instant leads, right? You have to build this all out. But when you get to the top and you're ranking to the top position, boy, oh boy, you're going to make a lot more money than, than you could ever imagine, right? So it's definitely worth putting in the effort, right? You want to build up online reviews. You can do that through third-party apps. Things like Nice Job is a really good one. I think it's fairly cheap. We have a CRM that, that we use that can help with uh, reviews as well called Lead Crusher. And then you want to take those reviews and embed them on your website. You want to build authoritative links back to your website from other websites. This is probably the most difficult task to achieve. Um, a lot of times you're probably better off hiring somebody to do this, whether it's through Upwork or Fiverr or whatever, but just be very, very careful of what they're promising. You don't want spammy links pointing to your website because Google will devalue it, right? You won't be kicked out of Google. You just won't show up. You're there somewhere, but you can't, they won't can find you. Um, <clears throat> so the best thing to do is you can reach out to these people that you might know, people who have you, you've talked to in the past. Uh, maybe you've networked them through a BNI group or something. Say, hey, you know, let's point point backlinks to each other, and and that really really helps. And Google sees this because it's a lo local business, right? They're, you're helping Google connect the dots, is what you're trying to do. Um, so, a couple of secrets to getting ranked on the Google Map. We talked a little bit about that as well. But here's an example of the citations that I was telling you about. There are a lot. Okay. So there's a couple of things that you can do. There's a company called Info Group. There's a company called Yext. Um, what's the other one? There's another one that's kind of slipped my mind here. Um, but what they do is they will send information to all of these smaller directories. They're all connected through API keys and all sorts of different crazy technology things. But that'll help uh, build out a citation campaign where you can just blast it all at once. You can use even a software tool called Bright Local. This is what we use. Um, you could, there's other companies that you can hire as well that will build out these citations for you. You're a business owner. So I'm pretty sure the last thing you want to be doing is building out these citations. So you're probably better off hiring a company that can do it for you of some kind, right? Then of course, you want to be getting a consistent flow of reviews coming in. Reviews are crucial, uh, not just for ranking your website, but for your brand authority and trust, right? Um, you could be doing campaigns through Google ads and Facebook ads. And if people are researching you online and they will, um, and they see one review, all that trust is gone. Your lead costs are going to go up. People aren't going to fill out those forms near as much, right? So having a, um, a lot of reviews coming in is, is really, really critical. I can't stress enough how important that is. If you have a strategy for reviews, in fact, I should have a webinar just on it. That's how important it is. Um, you need to have that. So if you don't have it, the best thing to do is get an app to help you do it, right? Otherwise, doing manual actions, trying to get a review is really complex. At least with an app, there's automation included. They will send text messages and emails and things like that to your, to your customer after they pay the invoice asking for a review, right? Super, cru super crucial. I can't stress it enough, guys. So how to build up good relevant links. Another way is that I never talked about yet is um, signing up for an association, 
if you're at that level. Sign up for an association. They will backlink to you. Uh, other local companies, of course, and we talked about social media. Um, another good one for relevant links is press releases. We talked about that. Blogs. You can have a third-party blog as well pointing to your website too. Those are different ways that you can do it. Some of this is repetitive that I've been talking about, but I think it's just really, really important to go over it a couple of times because it is a lot of information to go over and it is, is a lot to take in. Um, but how do you find good relevant links? So sure, you can reach out to some people that you've maybe been in contact with, but there's a couple other things that you can do. You can research your competitors online, look at the ones that are ranking the top and find out what they're doing. How are they ranking on top? So you take that person's domain and you dump it into a tool like um, SEMrush or Ahrefs, and it will show you all of the links that are pointing to their website. And then you can pick the links that you think, oh, I know these guys locally, blah, blah, blah. Reach out to them, see if they can point a link to you. It's a bit of a, it is a bit of a work, but there's also might show you how many local citations that you haven't signed up for yet that they have that you can sign up for and really help kind of push the needle up. So what do these have in common here that you see here? All of them have claimed and verified the Google My Business listing on, you know, and, and the reason why I wanted to show you this is they're ranking number one, two, and three. So we have our client here, National Concrete Coatings, number two, right? We have this guy and this guy. Um, no spam, <clears throat> no spam in the company name. So they don't have next level concrete coatings, Miami or whatever, right? Like the, it's an actual, you have to have the actual business name, the registered legal business name, right? Lots of online reviews. In this case, not necessarily the case here. Uh, they're obviously working on that. They are a fairly new company as well. So we're getting there, but those are really, really important. Plus this could also be that they're really, really close to his area too. Um, like his office. Keyword in the title tag, concrete coding or some variation, lots of citations with consistent reference of your name, address, and phone number. All those citations on Yelp and BBB and Yellow Pages, all these different things. It's one thing to sign up for them, but you have to make sure that everything is the same. Uh, a couple of caveats to this or same things I, I need to mention is make sure that when you decide the address that you're, you're choosing, that you stick with it. Same with the phone number. If you're going to use a phone number for tracking on your website, that should be the phone number that you should be putting in your citations um, because otherwise it's going to get confusing and, and Google's not going to be able to understand if it's the right company or not because the phone numbers aren't the same. So just kind of plan ahead on that. If you use a tracking phone number on your website, make sure that you have that on your citations. And of course, a solid link profile with quality links across the web. So we talked quite a lot already, guys. You guys are doing a great job. Hopefully you're understanding a lot of what's going on here. Um, so we're gonna summarize a little bit. So set up a great website with pages with each of your services. That's the first thing, every single one, right? Don't mash up all of your services in one page. You can have that, but make sure that you're linking to separate pages, right? That explains in more detail. Um, then you wanna have um, cities, pages for each cities that you serve as well. Get your keyword and geo modifier in the title, right? So that it shows up on Google search. You wanna use unique content on every single page. You can, again, duplicate pages for, for, to make it faster, but you need to change things up. You need to change your images. You need to change the H1s and H2s a little bit. Some of this content in the copy needs to change. And then Google will see that as a relevant, as a relevant page and that it's unique. Leverage multimedia to enhance time on page. So put your videos in there, embed your videos, put your pictures in there, make them slideable before and after, things that people can do to engage on it, right? Um, and that'll reduce bounce rate. Get online reviews across the web, get that embedded in your website. Don't just put like a picture or a screenshot of a testimonial. If you have reviews on Google, you need to embed that in there so that people can reference that. And that's a backlink, right? Build your citations um, and consistency across the board. Post updated content on an ongoing basis. So your blogs, make sure you're posting relevant content, pointing to all the different service pages that the blog is about. Build links in authority. Leverage paid search 
to identify high converting keywords. We never really got into that on this webinar today, but paid search would be, for example, uh, Google ads. You can run a fairly low cost Google ads campaign to find out what people are searching. Because in Google ads, how it works is you're going to have a series of keywords that you put in there, which will trigger your ad depending on what they search, which is called a search term. So you can have record of all those search terms in Google ads and find out exactly the search terms people are searching for. You can use those to your, to your advantage in your SE strategy. That's kind of what this is, that was about. So you guys made it to the end. You did a great job. I'm happy that you did. For those that stayed, what I'm prepared to do is if you do have a website and you're having a hard time ranking online, we're gonna do a free SEO review for you. So what we'll do is we'll analyze your online visibility. We'll create a custom keyword list for you of the most important search terms. Um, it's also very, very similar to the, the keyword report you already got. Um, but we'll do a ranking report, show you where you're at currently, do an analysis of your directory and citations, online reviews and reputation, figure out what's going on with your social presence and um, see how well your website looks overall and if it's, if it's actually converting the way it's supposed to be converted. So you guys can do that. Just got to reach out and get on discovery call. We'll talk a little bit about your business as well. Um, obviously there's no selling pitch here, but we, we want to work with you. Right. And, and we want to see if maybe we're a fit. So if that's the case and you really think that we can help you just simply go to forecordingmarketers.com forward slash apply here. I'll put that in here in chat. You can click the link there. Um, and there's no obligation to anything. You know, but at least if anything, you're going to get some value out of it. Maybe we can give you some direction in, into what the next steps might have to be for you uh, to, to really start getting that flow of leads coming in. And we made it to the end. Do you guys have any questions for me? Now's the time to ask. Trying to figure out how digital marketing works. Trying to figure out how to get a website to rank, how to make a convert. Trying to figure out how Facebook works, how Instagram works, how do you get engagement, how do you get followers, how do you get likes, how do you get reviews consistently on a single month. All of this can be extremely daunting for a business owner, especially if you're just trying to grow your business. Your job, your responsibility as a CEO is to automate and delegate. Your job is to make sure that Everyone is put in the right spots. Having to spend all this time trying to figure out digital marketing tactics and skills, honestly, it's a complete waste of your time, resources, and money. You need to hire a company that is dedicated to you and to the industry, like Floor Coding Marketers. Stop trying to weigh your options, just get on board, hire Floor Coding Marketers for your agency. If you want a concrete coding business, this is your best shot at your success. If you want a three times or even up to 10 times your revenue, this is the best way to do it.